Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter to our clients, from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, I'm Olivia Frieza. I head up Markets 360, our global market strategy and economics team at BNP Paribas. I'm joined today by Luigi Speranza, our chief global economist, Marcelo Cavallo, our head of global emerging markets research, and Sam Linton-Brown, our head of global developed market strategy. Thank you for joining this podcast on our global outlook, which is our year ahead for 2022. Luigi, people have been talking about stagflation, but you seem to disagree. What is your view? Thank you, Olivia. And yes, concern over stagflation is overdone, I think. Essentially because we don't see much stagnation. On our forecast, growth in most economies globally next year will be solid, above its historical trend, and above current consensus too. The notable exception is China. So you expect stronger growth, but growth is slowing in most economies. Can you explain this? Indeed. The slowdown we are seeing at the moment is merely the result of supply constraints, and these are likely to persist for a while. But there are a number of factors that point to strong activity thereafter, such as uh, a still supportive policy mix, the excess of savings accumulated by households during the pandemics, and strong fundamentals for investment spending. Right. And what about inflation? You've been saying for a while that it's less transitory than central banks believe. Yes, we expect headline inflation to slow, but more importantly, from the perspective of central banks, we think underlying inflationary pressures will continue to build. What do you think this means for monetary policy? As tapering begins, what do you expect from the Fed and the ECB in particular? The bar for rate hikes from both central banks is high, and we only expect it to be met in the second half of 2022 for the Fed and only in 2023 for the ECB. But this late start implies the tightening process is likely to be steep steeper than markets are currently anticipating. Marcelo, there is a very different picture in emerging markets where central banks are in a hiking cycle. What is your view for next year? You know, Olivia, my view for emerging markets next year is a bit more cautious, to be frank. Luigi spoke about a late start in advanced economies, but the difference for emerging markets is that they cannot afford to wait too long. Inflation in emerging markets has already been a problem, so much so that many central banks, particularly in Latin America and in Simia, these guys have been hiking already. And you continue to do so, I think. So we think that the cumulative impact of this hiking process with a time lag will eventually work its way to slow emerging market economies next year. You didn't mention Asia. What differentiation do you see within emerging markets? That's a good point, Olivia. Indeed, there is differentiation. I was talking mainly about Latin America and CIMIA, but emerging Asia is an exception. Why? Well, because they have much more slack in their economies, they have much less inflation pressures, and frankly, they have much more credibility than other regions. So in emerging Asia, we see no need to rush to hike interest rates. Sam, Richie has painted a positive picture for developed economies It sounds bullish, doesn't it? It does. The outlook for 2022 is a positive one. We expect higher nominal and real yields, higher equity prices, and stronger high beta currencies. Is it bullish across all markets? 
Not all asset classes are equal. We are expecting credit to underperform equities, which is actually not unusual in this stage of the economic cycle as the recovery matures. Importantly, credit underperformance is not due to fundamentals, it's due to flow. Supply up, demand down. And Luigi has a strong view on inflation. What, what is the downside risk to inflation in your view? One contributing factor to higher inflation expectations has been the amount of treasury inflation-protected securities that the Federal Reserve has been buying. That will change next year. The Fed will stop buying these tips, as they're referred to in the market. And that means the amount of tips issued, subtract the amount the Fed are buying, is set to increase a lot by 80% next year. That creates a downside risk to inflation expectations, particularly in the second half of the year. While we're talking about risks, Luigi, which risks do you see for next year? One of my key concerns is the outlook for China. Uh, the economy is slowing and the property market is a key risk to the financial sector. We assume the authorities will respond effectively and that the economic slowdown will have limited impact on the rest of the world, given the degree of policy support elsewhere. But yes, there are risks. What about you, Marcelo? Well, for emerging markets, I agree with Luigi. China is a big risk. I would also mention, of course, the Fed, which matters for, for everyone. Within emerging markets, I would highlight fiscal policy as something that we need to watch. I mean, as growth slows down and interest rates go up, people may start to worry about the debt dynamics. Also have to mention politics. There are elections in Latin America and SEMEA, and politics is always something we need to watch closely in emerging markets. Thank you both. And thank you all for listening to us. We wish you a successful and happy 2022. This podcast was recorded Monday 22nd of November 2021 by the BNP Paribas London branch team. This communication should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this communication does not constitute research or a recommendation from BNP Paribas or any of its affiliates. The communication is only directed at persons to whom it may lawfully be communicated. BNP Paribas does not provide any financial, economic, legal, accounting or tax advice in this communication. The information available at https://market360.bnpparibas.com.